Fans, welcome to another edition of the Wrestle Get It Podcast. I am one of your hosts, CM Heat, joined every week by the inevitable G-Money and his hardcore holiness, the Tennessee Jesus. Fellas, what's going on? Uh, oh my childhood hero on uh, TV this week. Jeff Jarrett? No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, Captain Insano. Captain Insano. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm actually trying to be uh, kind of quiet. I'm at a pulling part. Um, I came out here to try to kill a a, a duck for Thanksgiving dinner. Um, so I'm just trying to sneak up on one right now so just trying not to be too low trying to kill a duck for thanksgiving dinner yeah man you get them free at the park it, it don't cost <laughs> as much as that ligaments oh you got to come up with an alternative you know where you got a turkey shortage <laughs> people eat duck yeah i know people eat duck yeah Talk's not bad. Yeah. Good times. Good times. We'll try to we'll try to keep it quiet so you don't want to scare the ducks run. <laughs> you son of a bitch. They're fucking running too. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, let's get into a random band entrance theme. Let's go. <laughs> Gonna have myself. Who Band this week was Lincoln Park. Solid choice. Yeah, this was fucking tough. Like every like the first two albums, this about every song could have been a damn infant song. And then, yeah, and then after fingers. the first two albums, it's all garbage. No, uh, there yeah. had some more no. bangers after that. No. They had some, that's some good stuff after the first two albums. Like, I just think they're, like, I'm with Carl on that one. Like, they're the first two albums were probably the best. Oh, absolutely. Or, Without a doubt. Here, I mean, but um, I kind of agree with both. But, uh that's awesome. I saw Lincoln Park in Toronto. It's my first time out of the country. Yeah. I don't know if Canada counts as being out of the country, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> I count. Yeah, we actually we drove up there. We had no tickets, no concert tickets, uh, no hotel prior. We just decided to to go see Lincoln Park because we heard they were in Toronto. <laughs> All right. So we got tickets and freaking like nosebleed standing room only. <laughs> That's all you need. All you need. Good times. All right. So uh what you guys got? You want me to go first or you want me to go last? It don't matter. 
Go ahead go first. I'll go first. Um, so I picked uh, Saint. Solid. I thought we were ruling that one out. Did we? Yeah. Oh, because shit. um, yeah, because Paige and Becky and Lynch just use that as her theme song. And okay. Then, well, then uh, I'll go with my <laughs> backup choice because I got a lot of them, and I'm gonna go with uh, Bleed It Out. Okay. Another solid choice. That's a good one. <laughs> that is. That is a good one. Yep. What you got, Garrett? I went with crawling. Oh my god, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you going with the just the, the regular crawling or the Jay Z yeah. uh nah regularly. Okay. Oh man. All right, I'm gonna have to go with my backup here. Uh which was paper cut. That's a good one too. Yep. <laughs> That's why I said that. Like, every yeah, time their first two albums, you could literally pick every song. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Carl, what you got for us for next week? Well, actually, two weeks, because we're taking a Thanksgiving break. week next week. Yeah, so we'll take a break for Thanksgiving. It'll be a busy week, at least for me. Yeah. We got uh, Garrett's favorite artist. Katie Perry. R. Kelly. Katie Perry. Katie Perry. Dude, I yep. love Katie Perry. How did you know? I just knew, like, uh, when I first met him, man, he was wearing daily boots and singing California. I kissed a girl and I liked it. <laughs> Are we including her contemporary uh, Christians? Or no. Or what? Her contemporary Christian stuff. She has contemporary Christian stuff. Yeah, she was a contemporary Christian singer when she was a teenager. I did not know that. She was and, uh, then, she, and then she comes out with like a lesbian anthem. <laughs> yeah, she was like a Kate was it Katie Hutchinson or something? I forget what it was, but uh actually seen her in concert at uh, like a Christian concert. Why were you at a Christian concert? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Dude, I used to be... Uh, Dude, how does that not make sense? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He's, he's, he's got to keep... <laughs> got to keep up appearances. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, awesome. Katy Perry. Okay. Um, if you really want to include her contemporary Christian stuff, you can. I should have just broke out one of her songs as a, like a fucking surprise. <laughs> yeah, but like, what? <laughs> what? I never heard of. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Oh man, awesome! All right, Katy Perry for next week. So that should be that should be fun. Katy Perry's got some good stuff. She's got some bangers. Yeah, 
She has some good stuff. I mean, oh, what was it? Uh, Trevor Lee actually used to use Alien as his theme, so we can't use that one. Okay, okay. He's on. All right. Uh, social media. Guys, don't forget to follow us on our social media. Um, you can find us just by searching WrestleGun Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, uh, for the underscore collection on Instagram as well. Uh, TikTok, same thing, WrestleGun Pod. Uh, that's pretty much it for social media. Um, oh, no, Redbubble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Terrible. Just kidding. Uh slash people. No, WrestleGettingPod.com. Fuck. I It's Redbubble. slash people slash WrestleGettingPodcast. <laughs> <laughs> pick up some of our merch. <laughs> uh, probably going to be a usually Redbubble does a Black Friday discount, so as soon as that pops up, we'll uh, forward that out to y'all so you can see it as well. Um, purchase some cool stuff either from our shop or from other artist shops on there. Redbubble's pretty awesome, lots of uh, independent artists on there, so go scour it, search around, you might find something cool. So. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Fig Cave Toy Drive. Uh, we talked about last week. We partnered with the Run In Podcast, the Fig Cave, and a call up like we do every year for the the Fig Cave Toy Drive. Um, all unopened toys are accepted. Doesn't have to be a wrestling figure. Just whatever you've got. Uh, um, you can hit up Five Below, um, Amazon, Ringside Collectibles. We talked about their Thanksgiving sale last week. Lots of cool stuff on there. Um, you can send your donations, uh, which have to be received by December 17th, to the Fig Cave Toy Drive, P.O. Box 2458, Ellicott City, Maryland, 21041. And you can find that information and the address on our Twitter, Instagram, um, and on the, the Fig Cave uh, Twitter, Instagram, running podcast, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, pretty cool stuff. All donations received. Um, person will get an entry into contest to win a free WWE elite figure from the Fig Cave and some other cool stuff. Um, so I believe the uh, the running podcast was adding a couple things into that drawing as well. Um, actually, I may get in touch with our good friend Phil Gentile and see if we can uh, contribute to that uh, to that as well. Just uh, encourage people to donate. Um, the goal is 200 toys. <laughs> no Funkos. Kids don't like Funkos. <laughs> Can't play with a Funko. <laughs> You're gonna end up ripping Shit, their damn kid. heads off. My kids do. <laughs> Bishop just pulls the damn heads off. <laughs> like he was playing with a, a Spider Man, and the the spring on that thing is like so freaking stretched out. Like he looks like fucking like giraffe man. <laughs> <laughs> the alternate uh, Spider-Man universe. The yeah. <laughs> he got bit by he got bit by a radioactive giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Spider Pig and Spider Giraffe came up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
good stuff there. So I think, like I said, the the goal is 200 toys this year. So let's see if we can help them reach that goal. I got actually got a box some stuff that I need to box up and send out. So. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And if, of course, if you can't donate to the Fig Cave Toy Drive, donate to your local um, spots as well. I know a bunch of places team up with Toys for Tots. Um, if you're in the Raleigh Durham area listening, Cro-Mag Toys on Lynn Road is a uh, Toys for Tots donation center. So feel free to swing by them. Uh, check out their shop. Um, buy an extra toy while you're there. Throw that into their donation bin. Bring some stuff with you. Doesn't matter. Just just as long you know we can help out these kids in the areas. Um, have a good Christmas. Like I said, every kid deserves a toy underneath the tree for Christmas. So, all right, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's get into the main portion of the show. What you're all here for? Let's get into the wrestle talk. Ladies and gents, full gear happening Saturday, um, which will be tonight if you're, this episode will drop on Saturday, hopefully, bearing any technical difficulties like we had last week. For some reason, I could not get Skype to let me download the episode so I could edit it. It's going to be all freaking day. It was awesome. And very frustrating. So, all right, full gear. Let's get into this run down this matchup match card here all right so just announced we've got this is on wednesday night for dynamite uh wardlow versus samoa joe versus powerhouse hobbs for the tnt championship um i'm gonna have to go with wardlow go wardlow retaining that seems to be the logical choice. Well, that one. I'm not. I don't believe in logic, so I'm going to go with uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Wardlow on this one. I don't see him dropping the title. It just, it, uh, it just doesn't make sense for him to drop the title right now. I do see Hobbs being the one to take the title from Wardlow, but I don't see that happening tomorrow night or Wednesday, Saturday night. Awesome. Oh, I cannot spell. I'll put Rod Low. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Rob Lowe. Rod Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Who else we got here? Uh tag team matchup. Sting and Darby Allen taking on the team of Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Um, give me uh Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. They lost their Rick Flair. I don't think they're gonna lose the Sting. I think so. <laughs> All right, Gary, who you got? I will also take Double J. Really? Yep. 
you really think that Tony Khan's gonna put Jarrett and Lethal over his golden team of Sting and Darby Allen? So it's Tennessee Stead, Robert Fuller, <laughs> or Carter Parker, or Tennessee Lee, whatever you want to call him, and show up if he's still alive. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going with Sting and Darby Allen because I don't see them losing to Lethal and Jarrett. It's because, like, because it's Tony Khan. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one I'm kind of nervous about. It's uh, because uh, uh, Soraya versus Britt Baker. I'm going to go with Britt Baker. Why, why are you nervous? <laughs> because are you, why, are, you, are you afraid you're going to have no. a shirt on the whole match? You're not going to know what to do with it? <laughs> hey, you no, bet one I of his am... kids on the match. <laughs> <laughs> I am nervous about this one because how injury prone the AEW roster is. And this is Paige's first match in what five years. And she's wrestling Britt Baker, who's injured a couple wrestlers already on the roster. Like, I don't, it, yeah. I'm just, I'm uh, like we talked about before, like, I'm worried about Paige being like re injuring herself. And yeah, like, no, it's fair. Yeah. I'm going with Britt Baker. Whoa. It's right. not like I like, I don't like Britt Baker. I'm just saying that mask Tony Khan is going to have Britt Baker win because that's his golden goose. No, it's yeah. his golden goose, but this is, it's also a debut. A yeah, no, debut for uh, AEW. And usually they don't lose. Uh, it's going to, yeah. it's going to be Britt Baker. I'll pick. Huh. I wish you would have went with a different name, though. Like, Soraya. Wait, what? I was saying, I wish you would have went with a different name. Like I Paige. mean, Soraya is her name. So. I know, but I, I know that. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, just like another basic white girl name. She should have been like, yeah, with or something. Actually, just reminded me of something else that I forgot to put in here. All right, that's in there now. <laughs> Talk about names, and it reminded me of another article. All right, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on Luchasaurus in the Steel Cage match. Give me. Uh... Marcus. I'm gonna actually take. I'm gonna take. Actually, gonna take Luca. Luca. I'm gonna say Luca Soros. Luca Soros. This is my like. If they put Jungle Boy over fucking Luchasaurus, but he lost to Christian, got squashed by Christian. Well, I know Luchasaurus helped, but like it doesn't. That makes no damn sense at all. But I don't know. Here, who you got? But you know that's what's going to happen, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm picking uh, uh, Jungle, Jungle Boy. You know, uh, Jungle Boy. Jungle, Jungle Mason. It's going to be uh, with the Jungle Bug. 
but come to the candle, be I thought they'd use a 90210 theme. No, they're doing uh, Guns N' Roses. He's actually going to be a, <laughs> a gangster now. <laughs> little leopard skin tight. I mean, that would explain a lot. He does have like the uh, the slash hair. Yeah. It's just different color. Awesome. All right. Uh, which. This next match may turn out to be uh, Jade Cargill's probably toughest match that she's had in her AEW career. Uh, she defending her stolen TBS championship against Nyla Rose. I'm going to go with Jade Cargill. I am too, but I've kind of had a point wondering who the hell they're even going to have be here. I guess she'll just never lose. I think she's going to hold on to that title. I think they're going to do a Goldberg, like a full, I think they're doing full on Goldberg. I think Jade's going to win, hold on to that title. And then she's going to be the TBS champion when she goes after the TNT title or the, uh, the AEW women's AEW women's championship. No, she, she's going to go for the world title and win it. But first, she's going to go for the world title. She's going to win the women's champion, be champion for three years, like Roman Reigns, and then go for the world title and win it. Because <laughs> Tony Khan's a bitch. <laughs> no, but yeah. But I think this, this match should give Jade a little more credibility, especially taking on a former AEW women's champion. And so on that actually matches her like size and strength wise with a uh, Nyla Rose. So we'll see how this goes. All right. Uh, Death Triangle defending the trios champions championships against the returning elite. It's announced on Dynamite. I'm going to say the returning elite win. P elite. P elite. P elite. Are you picking the elite too? Yeah. No, uh, I'm picking I... Kenny by God Omega. Awesome. Well, I'm taking Death Triangle because I think they've been on a tear with those trios titles and I think they should hold on to them. Even That's just Bach me. doesn't get along with the other two anymore. Yeah, Pac doesn't get along with anybody. But are they uh, best friends of Tony Khan? (laughs) No, they're not. Nope. All right. Uh, Ring of Honor World Championship match. Chris Jericho defending against Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara, and Claudio Castagnoli. This will probably end up being one of the probably the best match on the card. You think so? I think so. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes the bigger, sometimes when they have too many people on a match, it just kind of gets like watered down and everybody runs to their spot. I don't know. They have a couple. Sometimes they have good ones, though. It depends. It's kind of hit or miss. I'm going to go with Jericho retaining. I'll say it. 
just with the four names in this matchup, it's, it seems like on paper, it's going to be a fantastic match. I'm going with Chris Jericho. Garrett, who you got? I'm going to go with Brian Danielson. Oh, awesome. I am going with the person that should still be the ROH world champion and be in the position of Jericho, and that is Claudio Castanoli. No love for Sammy Guevara. <laughs> um, just a little tidbit uh, talking about Claudio. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, I'm not sure how. Uh the party's coming back, so uh, we will see Xavier Woods, Tyler Breeze, Adam Cole, and Claudio all in the same place on video. Wonder how that'll work oh, out. That's because Triple H doesn't care, and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's not—he's not like Vince McMahon. It's so Uno's I mean, back, baby. Awesome. Good for them. Glad they're able to get that stuff rolling again. So. All right. Uh, AEW Women's Championship, interim AEW Women's Championship. They just need to call Tony Storm the Women's Champion. Yep. Like, they actually, Tony Khan had discussed uh, formally stripping Thunder Rosa of the title and making Tony Storm Women's Champion or whoever. Um, I don't have an issue with that. I hate the interim championship. I do too. Like there's there's no reason why you can't just say okay we're you know Thunder Rosa or whoever's going to be out for a while we are going to strip them of the title we're going to do this tournament the winner is the women's champion and when Thunder Rosa comes back she will get her title shot so you'll get first dibs on title when she returns so like no reason why we can't do that but uh, all right uh so the battle of the asses. Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader. I take Tony Storm. Tony time. <laughs> uh, we got Garrett. Um, am I going off who has the better ass? Or do I go <laughs> off of who I think is going to win the match? And are they um, different people? I always wondered why Garrett liked running. <laughs> oh, man. It's very debatable between the two of these who has the better ass. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. I'm going to... Uh, I'll say Tony. Tony Storm. I'm also going to go with Tony Storm retaining. Um, but as far as debate for better ass, I'm going to have to go with Jamie Hayter. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, AEW Tag Team Championship match. He acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory. I say they acclaimed. And I'll say scissor me daddy ass. Everyone loves the acclaim. 
Yeah. Be acclaimed as well. I think this is where we see um, Swerve and Lee formally split. Yeah. I don't. I think what's going to happen is they're teasing that anyway. Yeah, they're going to end up not capturing the tag titles, and Swerve's going to turn on Lee. Oh, absolutely. All right. Uh, this next matchup, the limited tournament tournament finals, Ethan Page versus the winner of Brian Cage, uh, Ricky Starks of Lance Archer. Which Ricky Starks won? So Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks won. Okay. So it'll be Ethan Page versus the winner of Brian Cage or Ricky Starks. So I could see them doing this one of two different ways. They could either do a triple threat like we talked about earlier on before they started, or uh, Archer kind of destroyed the shit out of Starks. So maybe Starks won't be able to compete, and then they'll just do Brian Cage and Ethan Page. Makes sense. But you need Page. You'll need a need a face in there, or technically it would be a face, which would be Ricky Starks. Yeah, um, that's true. I think it depends on who wins the AEW World Championship match, or who they plan on winning. Because I can see Ricky Starks versus MJF more so than Ricky Starks versus Moxley. Yep, but I could see Ethan Page versus both. Yep, and I can see Brian Cage versus both. That can see page winning, and that's why I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> it is a it's a tough call on that one. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> Tony Khan doesn't even know who Brian Cage is. He just kind of lets him be on. He knows who he knows who he is. He just lets him be on the show kinda, for a little while. He kind of forgot that he had him. You know, on the on the roster for a little bit there. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, I have this guy, this Brian Cage dude that people seem to like. It's, you know, put him uh, back on the on the show. It's, I think I'm gonna have to agree with Carl and say Ethan Page. Ethan Page is a solid choice. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go Ricky Starks. So you're predicting he's going to be in win? Yeah. Heck yeah. I think they're going like underdog with him, um, especially since he just got his ass beat by Lance Archer, but still ended up winning. Um, might be the same case with him versus Brian Cage. So we'll, we'll see. All right, the main event, AEW World Championship, John Moxley defending against MJF. Um, before that, Chris, uh, I just want to say, apparently Tony Khan remembered he had a Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Oh my God, Mercedes Martinez is on uh, is on Rampage. Yep. Holy shit. Athena, I guess, is heel now. I don't fucking know anything. I don't know what what they're doing with her because, I mean, like, she was face and then you probably she was heel. So. What she just did? What'd she do? <laughs> she she punched uh, Aubrey in the face. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> uh, oh, awesome, 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 awesome! I love Athena. <laughs> 
She hasn't been on TV in a while. I think she, they put her, they pushed her to dark for a little bit. I think that's where the heel turn happened was on dark. Probably. Yeah. All right. So we got Mox or MJF. If MJ doesn't win, we riot. Um, I yeah. I agree with Carl. I on that also one. agree. So this is when MJF takes that title. So. Um, I personally would have rather seen MJF take the title from Punk than from Mox. Um, just because I think that storyline was better or would have been better, but Punk, you know, fucked up. So, um, so this is what we got. Um, the storyline, I'm not saying the storyline between Mox and MJF is bad. I, I just think that the buildup for MJF and Punk was better. So, but, uh, yeah, but definitely MJF taking that title. So Mox going to get his vacation that you're supposed to get, like, after the last pay-per-view. <laughs> awesome. So full gear, lots of stuff to look forward to. The return of the elite, see how that goes against Death Triangle, uh, Mox and MJF, which should be a pretty solid matchup. I would tell you they um, just added another match, but it's not worth even mentioning, I don't think. What they just add? The best friends versus uh, whatever QT's group's called anymore. Oh, man, nobody cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Factory. Um, yeah. Well, so uh, I would like to get Evil Danhausen. Am I the only one that wants Evil Danhausen? No. I don't want Denhausen at all. <laughs> Apparently, before he did the uh, the comedy shtick, Denhausen was a really good wrestler. It just wasn't um, pushing the needle with the character. So that's when he changed to the uh, the Denhausen that you know got over and popular. So. Yeah. But he used to come out with like different like. Face paint used to be like completely different and just insane. So, yeah, he's actually an insane crime boss. <laughs> it's Shaggy Two Dope in disguise. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Russell Gooden Podcast. Are you a fan of old school WWF, but you don't want to give that millionaire Vince McMahon any more money? Well, lucky for you, I owned a VCR back in the 90s and recorded every pay-per-view. Each tape is $15.99, and we can meet up at the Mayflower on 15501. Hit me up on Facebook, Lil Jeffrey. I still got vape juice. All right, so that's full gear happening Saturday night. Um, tonight, if you're listening to this Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon or whatever, see who, what picks we got right, what we got wrong, all that fun stuff. and talk about it when we come back after thanksgiving break uh let's get into some of the the tidbits from the wrestling week uh new nwa champion tyrus you guys thoughts on that one man i couldn't think of like a more perfect wrestler to win the <laughs> in uh nba champion it's like this dude is the epitome of wrestling and 
I, I'm just glad that, you know, someone finally realized that this man deserves to be a world champion. I couldn't <laughs> say it better myself. I'm going to um, play devil's ad- advocate here for a second and defend Billy Corgan's decision on this one. Even though I think it's a terrible decision as well, but uh, if you look at it this way, it makes sense for them to do this. Um, Tyrus is the only wrestler on their roster that has national television exposure with being on that Fox and Friends show, which he actually um, has had the belt with him on every episode that he's been on since winning the title. Fox and Friends? What the hell is that? Fox News. Like the like actually like a news like show? Yeah. Or like yep. news that comes on Fox. No, it's um you know the Fox News Network. He actually has oh, okay. a he's actually a, a co host or anchor or whatever. What do they that. do? Like oh, the show. weather or something? But political analyst. He's like fucking, like a right wing nut job like Kane. Fucking <laughs> traffic or something? Like, <laughs> the fuck? like, so yeah. Uh, who gives a fuck what he thinks? Or I know, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah. So that's that's the only reasoning I can see why Corgan put the title on Tyrus. Um, how many fans is that actually going to draw for NWA? Probably none. But like, I don't understand why they just didn't put it on Cardona, who has more more appeal with the wrestling fan base than Tyrus and even Trevor Murdoch, who was also in that matchup. So. Like in that, because yeah, Cardona really I, didn't. I don't Cardona know. didn't get I mean, a fair run as NWA champion because he got injured when he won the title. But the last, like the last couple of best NWA champions were not like, well, I don't know, maybe. I would say they weren't like nationally known, but like yeah. Tim Storm, uh, all this. But I, don't yeah, I mean, know. all the, yeah, to me, like you have like all a, a lot his, more but his name in NWA. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, yeah, shit. Even Cody Rhodes is an NWA champion for a little bit, but yeah. I just. Yeah, Tyrus just does not, when you look at Tyrus, when you watch him wrestle, he does not scream NWA world champion. So. Yeah. I, uh, I get, yeah, no, to me, this is, this, to me, this is like a, a super indie move. Like, this is like, he'd be like a, a world champion of like some random ass, like LWCW or some shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, you could did better. Absolutely. What were you saying, Gary? Doesn't say you're right. He he's definitely not that. I mean, he to me should be uh, head of the table. Should be uh, a dual champion of a huge company. And that's that's the kind of star power I get from him. Yeah. I mean, he definitely probably could be a head of a table, but (laughs) (laughs) head of the Thanksgiving table. (laughs) (laughs) 
much. <laughs> the buffet table at Golden Corral. <laughs> yep. Imagine. Could you imagine working at a buffet restaurant like that and you see that size of a man walk in? Like, how many people are running to the door to put the clothes sign on instead of? <laughs> oh, no, you put us out of business. No. He's like the guy. Remember that? Wasn't there like a guy that, like, got kicked out of uh, a fucking uh, buffet for, like, eating too much meatloaf or something like that? They asked him to leave. <laughs> and he was, like, trying to sue him. Yeah. <laughs> Said all you can eat. <laughs> I ain't nothing but the meat, Yeah, I can't. I can't do those buffets. They make me sick. Like every time I go to one. Yeah. Oh, sometimes you just eat too much. Yeah. Well, it's not eating too much. It's just you know quality of food. Some of the, yeah, some of the food is pretty. Isn't all that great, though. I mean, I can do a, like a Chinese buffet every once in a while. But like the like Gun Corral or Ryan or Old Country Buffet. Well, I don't know if those exist anymore, but I think the Old Country Buffet is closed. I think they went out and COVID killed them. I don't know how Golden Corral lasted, but because yeah. they can mass produce terrible food. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, awesome. All right. Uh Sasha Banks back in uh wrestling news here. I don't know if it's really wrestling related. Yeah, related. But uh she had uh trademarked some new terms under her uh brand under a company called Solnado Inc. Uh those terms were Mercedes Monet, Monet Talks. Bank Monet and Statement Maker. Statement Maker? Is that supposed to be her finisher? Uh, probably. Like, probably changing it from the uh, bank statement to the Statement Maker. Yeah. yeah she's going to be Monet instead of Sasha Banks. Sounds dumb. Next. Mercedes Monet. Oh. Um, what so the turn here going to a different, a different company. Yeah, and that's that's a speculation. Um, is that she's uh done with WWE, so completely, even though there's been like no formal announcement from either party. Yep. Let's see what happens. So. Maybe she's just preparing for. When her contract with WWE is actually up and having a, her uh, game plan in order. So we'll see what happens. So just in, interesting enough, like I'm not 100% sold on the uh, the Mercedes Monet name, but let's see what she does with it. I hope she's going to be uh, an actress. It's going to be her actress name. I'd probably just use a regular name. Or Snoop Dogg's cousin. Nobody, nobody ever uses a regular name. Show business. Awesome. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Tidbits from this week. Austin Deary redeeming himself after the uh, failed U.S. title cash-in from two weeks ago. Yeah. Last week, yeah. So, looks like we're getting a more serious um, heel version of Austin Theory as he just completely went on a rampage and destroyed everybody with A-Town Downs. Yeah, well, actually, what uh, I liked about this, and got to tell me your thoughts on this, is I actually like this because this is Triple H actually listening to the fans. And, you know. Like, hey, I got it wrong. Let's put him out there as serious. I think this is like a response from the backlash that they got from Bearing uh, Theory uh, and Triple H redeeming himself with Theory uh, because of that. So I, I like that Triple H pulled a trigger on this. The, uh, the promo, too, where he's like, you know, I, I knew I couldn't get to Roman, so I went with the next best option, which would have been the U.S. title with Rollins. And in all honesty, if they're trying to make those titles mean something again with the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title, uh-huh. that's not a bad way to do it, is to have someone try to cash in on those titles. Like, I just think it was just the way that it ended up being executed and everything. It just, it didn't yeah. hit like they thought it was gonna. Yeah, and then everybody was pissed that they squashed the and Triple H listened and then he responded. That's why I'm saying, like, usually, like, if Vince had a bad idea, we used to be stuck with listening to the, or watching the bad idea for For six months. Yeah. Six months, eight months. Like, what was the, what was that fucking faction during COVID? Oh. The fucking... Retribution. Yeah. 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 Remember that, that stupid killed. shit? And that shit happened like the, it went from like skinny weirdos to like actually being like wrestlers. Like, oh, yeah. how'd they all get six foot? It was this dumb. And uh, <laughs> this because they had, had no clue. For Vince had no clue what he was doing with that when they started it. So that's that's yeah. the issue. Then they just had no clue what they were doing when they were running it. <laughs> and look what it did it, like it killed Mia Yim's main roster run like you put like one of your best women's wrestlers in a mask and put her with this group and not let her shine as Mia Yim uh, which we're finally getting like the run that she should have gotten um, yep. they uh, fucking Mason T-Bar really like Dijakote Donovan Dijak, like, you're really going to put him, like, this man is amazing, and you're putting him yeah. with this shit gimmick, so. Yeah, his matches with Keith Lee and XC were fucking were crazy. Yeah. yeah. The other dude, like, was a commentator, and you had him get destroyed by Lesnar, yeah. and then he. Yeah. He's terrible, and he's still. Yeah, so. <laughs> Just stupid, though. So. Uh, he's he's in the place where he needs to be. Though, so, I mean, I'm not trying to dog him. Like he is a, a North Carolina native from Chapel Hill, um, but like, props to you for making it to the big time. But you know, not <laughs> yeah. Oh man, not where you need to be. So, 
Oh man. But I think what they've done with theory, what they did with theory last week definitely was redeeming um, for him. And we'll see where they go going to this next week. So. And it also like kind of freshens up the U S title picture too. So you have Seth Rollins as basically the face now with like a heel Lashley and a heel theory. So it should be pretty, pretty interesting where they go from there. Oh, what else we got? Speaking of Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins defended the U.S. title against Finn Balor in a phenomenal matchup. That's probably like the two best wrestlers they have on the roster. Absolutely. That was a great They match. didn't have to wrestle for a title. They can just be, you know. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, they, well, no, I was going to say they both had their best interests, but uh, Finn Balor comes out to the uh, Judgment Day thing. His team was a little different, though, than the, the actual Judgment Day theme. Yeah, but he doesn't come out to his old uh, theme anymore. No. Or I haven't seen no, it. They, yeah, he's got, he has a new theme. Um, it's a little, yeah, he didn't come out to the Judgment Day theme. He had, like, a separate theme. So, um, But it's, yeah, definitely a newer theme. Oh, that was a great matchup. I enjoyed that one. Um, we had a Shelton Benjamin the, sighting. Absolutely. Shelton, Shelton B. Who the fuck did he wrestle? He wrestled uh, uh, Gable. Dominic. Oh, Dominic. Yeah, that's right. Eric Dominic looked good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I that say that. Point. <laughs> that's probably like the, the best match Dominic's had. <laughs> So yeah. Benjamin made a lot of people look good. <laughs> Absolutely. So he makes most I people look good. Came across a post, uh, I can't remember if it was Twitter or one of the Facebook pages. Uh, but someone was arguing the fact that Shelton Benjamin should be included in the Hall of Fame when he's like to the point where he's done wrestling. Yeah. And I agree. With that post, no. yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Shelton Benjamin is pretty was pretty good. He should have got a a a, uh, a world title shot in Ryan, but uh, I, yeah, everybody heard me bitch about it on the podcast before, so I won't put everybody through it again. <laughs> one of the best Shelton's, to do. Shelton's definitely amazing wrestler. He's gonna be one of those guys that when you have that conversation as, you know, like one of the best wrestlers to never win a world championship. His name's going to be included in that same conversation as like Roddy Piper and, um, uh, Rick rude guys like that. So yeah. Awesome. So good stuff there. Uh, women's war game teams pretty much set. Um, at least the, uh, the damage control team, which of course is damage control, Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. Uh, they'll be taken on. So far, it is Mia Yim, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and Bianca Belair. Uh, still one more person to be added to that team. 
um, which we will find the answer out, I believe, Monday night. More than likely. As uh, they're set to take on this one member from each team, singles competition. Um, I think it was Bailey that was wrestling for the damage control team. If I'm not uh, mistaken. I don't remember. I, yeah, I don't remember I, which one it is either. Yeah, I know they announced one of oh, them. Oh, wait. It's... <laughs> no, it's it Asuka versus... I want to say it's Asuka versus Ripley. Okay, so they actually did announce. Okay. Because Monday they didn't formally announce the um the competitors. So. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll get the, I, uh, the mystery, mystery I, partner. I said to me tonight. there's only two people it could be. Uh, the obvious being Becky Lynch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a wild card, but I would say another one that would make sense would be Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. I could I could see that. I could <laughs> see that happening. Just uh, to get her hands on Ripley. So. Yep. And put Beth Phoenix in another historic matchup. So mm-hmm. I think they're I think we're gonna save Phoenix until we get um like Edge and Beth versus Finn and Ripley or something. So. Awesome. All right. What else we got here? Uh men's teams pretty much set as well as of tonight on SmackDown. Uh, you got the bloodline taking on the team of the brawling brutes, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. Hell yeah. Kevin Owens. That should be pretty interesting as well. So Yeah. Um, it's kind of kind of weird that they're gonna put Roman in the uh, the war games match. Yeah, uh, he'll win it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the the bloodline's definitely winning this matchup. <laughs> um, I guess he saw a lot of stuff going down between Jay and Sammy, especially with uh, Kevin Owens involved in the match. So, let's see what happens with that. Should be pretty interesting to watch. Uh. NXT this week, uh, HBK announced a new match concept for the uh, NXT event prior to Survivor Series. It's called the Iron Survivor Challenge. Which basically um, starts off with... <laughs> I'll let you go through it all. Uh, two competitors in the ring, uh, then another person will enter the match was every 90 seconds or whatever till five people are in the till all five competitors are in the ring uh 25 minute time limit the person with the most victories in that matchup which can be uh pinfall submission or dq uh is declared the winner um if you do take a pinfall or a submission or whatever you get put into a penalty box for 90 seconds. It's not too complicated. Yeah. So I don't dislike it. There is one thing you said that was wrong, which is they enter every five minutes. 
every five so, minutes. That's right. So here's what I didn't understand. So if they enter every five minutes, if you're the last person to enter, you have five minutes to win the match. Yeah. I was like, pretty much. What fucking sense does that make? You can't. How are you? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but like, yep. that's why. Well, if they enter, like, well, if you start off with two. You start off with two competitors in the match, and the next person's five minutes in. Right. So your next three will come in within the next 15 minutes of the match. So they'll have 10 minutes, actually. I guess. Yeah, but what if everybody else, like, when you come in last, everybody else is, like, really tired, and then you score a lot of pinfalls because everybody's beat up? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think it should have been, like, two, just 2.30. Do an hour. I don't know. Fuck it. Do an hour. Yeah, it's kind of weird they did went with 25 minutes. That's kind of like an odd time. So, but I guess if you're doing two of these matches and you need to cut time for other stuff, but I don't know. It just to me what it sounds like more is they took the championship scrambles that they used to do and just added a uh freaking penalty box to them. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I mean, depending on who they put in there, it could be good. It could be bad. Um, the men's match, I'm sure they'll do like Dragonoff, um, McDonough, um, Breaker. So at Is least probably be some. I don't know if it's, they didn't announce it being for the title, but they haven't announced any title matches for this. Yeah. I mean, I would think you do that. I mean, I think it makes sense. Yeah. I think they like, have a lot of, like, stuff they could do. A lot of people they could put in there. I mean, they don't necessarily have to do, like, they don't necessarily have to do world titles. They could also do, like, North American titles. Yeah. I got the, only, for the only match that's announced title matches is, is the North American title with um Hayes taking on um Lee. So they just said the uh, the contract signing for that. That's the only title match that I've seen announced so far for for the pay per view or the premium live event. Well, I think uh, I have an idea for a match, and I say it is in a steel cage but on that steel cage you put a 15 foot pole and on top of that 15 uh foot pole is a strap and you have to climb the cage and climb the pole get the strap come down tie your opponent up with the strap and then drag them to all four corners to win the match I'll call it the what the fuck match. I was going to say, like, <laughs> it sounds like a what the fuck match because it sounds more confusing than the Iron Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. They should just bring back the damn triple cage from WCW. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm probably like one of the few people that actually love that match. 
What about the dumpster uh, match? Dumpster match? Did they do a they do a dumpster match in AEW recently? Uh, did they? I think they did. I think they, it was the acclaimed and someone else. Uh, oh, like the garbage dumpster? Yeah, they did do that. Yeah, the acclaimed uh, versus the gun club. That's right. Uh, Probably because they knew age that was the dumpster match. With... I actually had a yeah. thought, Chris. <laughs> so in, so when they're in the penalty box, the only way they're out, they get out of the penalty box is they have to beat, they have to play 2K, uh, the 2K game, and they have to beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> on legend difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hated that shit. Because he would always fucking get up. Like, he does not lose. It's so fucking great. <laughs> it took me It took me a while to beat that. That shit's so fucking hard. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's the greatest stipulation ever. <laughs> they never get back in the match. <laughs> you, just hear, you just hear them in the box like, Motherfucker, stay down! <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Last little tidbit here. Uh, Royal Rumble spoilers, apparently. Like, fake spoilers. Uh, as every year, someone puts it, decides to make a little spreadsheet, Google Excel spreadsheet of um, their picks for the Royal Rumble, and then it gets leaked out. Or they send it out, and then people take it as real uh, just because this person puts it as, like, a WWE spreadsheet with the logo and everything on there. Well, they put uh, it on Twitter and they were verified. So. Yeah, probably. They paid the $8 Twitter blue <laughs> verification. <laughs> so, uh, so some of the names included on this list, uh, you had Jay White, uh, CM Punk, uh, Cody Rhodes was returning at the Rumble and was pegged as the winner on the sheet. Um, I don't like, you know, honestly, like, there has not been a single announcement regarding CM Punk and AEW. Whether he's staying, whether he's leaving. So, as far as we all know, CM Punk is still under contract with AEW. He's doing some, like, commentary for, like, MMA or something. Yeah, I think he was doing that before AEW, though. Oh. I know, uh... I think, like, was it Logan Paul or Jake Paul? I think Logan Paul was wanting to fight him, but he said he didn't want to fight him. So. But he's still, he's injured, though. Like, that's the other thing, too. But, like, he got injured in that match with, in that title match with Moxley. So, like, yeah, regardless, so is, like, he's... So Logan Paul. Well, I know, I'm just saying. Logan Paul, Logan Paul also called out John Cena for WrestleMania. He did. <laughs> yep. No, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about he called out CM Punk for like an MMA fight. Not a, oh, I know. Not yeah, a, I know. Not a wrestling fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be interesting. Like, Punk's hasn't won an MMA fight, so he'd probably lose anyway. <laughs> I mean, neither neither has Logan Paul. Like, he's a Tony Fox. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh shit. Sorry, a little, little tired. Been traveling all week. Um, <laughs> speaking of, like get a little off subject here. Boxing. Bobby Fish actually made his pro debut 
um, on the undercard of the the Mayweather fight, and actually won the TKO. Oh, yeah. The uh, I think the other dude ended up getting injured in that matchup. So Bobby Fish, props to him getting his first um, pro boxing win. Speaking of that, everyone who was saying something about fucking the guy Mayweather's fighting was like twenty pounds heavier than him. Have y'all never watched the Mayweather fight? Did you think I was worried? Fucking Mayweather is like the best fighter of our generation, so he's not losing. Yeah, boxing's rigged to begin with. So, (laughs) like, as long as people understand that boxing is more about the money than the actual fights. Yeah. Mayweather makes money per round to begin with. Yep. So because he, he's a gonna, Yeah. Those fights are gonna get dragged out. And like if you it's ever it is. It's, it's not rigged. It's just that's that's Mayweather's style of fighting. He's uh a defenseful fighter. And that's uh, why people don't like him. So he's, he's a hugger. Like he's so good. He's a hugger. <laughs> he's I mean, he, unless he it's women. Win, yeah. Unless it's women, he don't hit men. He hits women. <laughs> oh man! Uh, not, speaking not of uh, speaking of fighting, uh, my cousin was supposed to be uh, doing a amateur fight coming up, but the guy he was fighting pulled out. But. Uh, he might be fighting another opponent if he can get down to the uh, heavyweight and that super heavyweight. So we'll, nice. we'll see if my cousin can get down down in time to uh, do his first uh, uh, fight. Nice. Awesome. All right. I'll still be his uh, ass, <laughs> all right back to this uh this royal rumble card back on on subject <laughs> uh what are you guys' thoughts that i think we, we talked a little bit before uh it's like it's like a royal rumble card if tony like they saw tony khan's computer yeah <laughs> i could see like the possibility i could see jay white since um with more so WWE open to working with other promotions now with Triple H involved than Vince McMahon. So that could be a possibility, especially since they are Carl Anderson is still technically the never open weight champion. Um, there's been mention of New Japan, and especially with the um great Muda uh Nakamura match coming up, like you see that there's more willingness to work with other companies. Um, especially like in Japan, so I could possibly see Jay White making an appearance at the Rumble. That one seems highly more likely than CM Punk showing up, but um, I still say it's pretty slim, though. But yeah, I definitely have to see it to believe it. Yeah, and we're we're all pretty much under the assumption that Cody's going to return at the Rumble. So yep. As far as like winning it, uh, I don't know. I don't know because there's still the rumors of Rock versus Roman for WrestleMania again this year. So yeah, how do you, how do we get Rock versus Roman if 
Cody you know, or somebody wins the Royal Man, Rumble to challenge Roman for the title. Because Roman's not losing that title before WrestleMania. Maybe Cody gets eliminated by The Rock. Yeah. You know, Cody comes out at 29 and then The Rock is number 30. No, I think Cody comes out number one. Cody comes out number one and goes <laughs> the whole damn thing. Everybody thinks he's he's gonna win, he's but Brock comes up, Brock comes out at thirty. You hear but, the drums and <laughs> if you smell, <laughs> that'd be no, pretty I, awesome. No, he's gonna have a new theme song. It's gonna be like the real head of the table. <laughs> Awesome. But come on, it'll be, be the, the Black Adam theme music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Come on. Oh, let's I'll come out of the, the presidential. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Let's um let's get ruthless. Talk some uh, ruthless aggression era. Um, this week we're looking at the, if you're not familiar with the, the let's get ruthless, something new that we're doing, just kind of taking a look back at some of the stuff from the, the ruthless aggression era. Um, some of the key moments, um, throughout that time frame. Uh, this week we're taking a look at the debut of John Cena. Dun, 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 dun. Ruthless. Aggression. Or bird life. Did you buy the did you buy this his rap album? My bro, my brother actually had the the rap album. Uh my little brother. Oh, Carl would man. always borrow it from his little brother? I would, and I would bang the hell of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Ah, so we had the debut of John Cena. This was 2002. Cena debuted. Uh, Edition of SmackDown. So. I remember watching this live. Um, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't. I don't there. remember watching it. I don't remember watching it live. I mean, I probably obviously watched it live, but I don't remember it like until like later on in Cena's career when they like look back at it. And I, like, you know, what I'm saying like I, when I went like, oh yeah, remember seeing him? He came out. And, so pretty it actually was a pretty solid match especially for someone just debuting um like you knew he wasn't going to beat kurt angle to begin with um came pretty close um like after the match like i guess he as he's going backstage they get a bunch of guys like kidman farouk rikishi undertaker um, all congratulating him on his matchup. Um, his first major feud was with Jericho. Um, which he had his uh, match July twenty first at Vengeance. 
on a long month, about a month after he debuted. So, uh, and of course, Cena being the uh, the baby face that he was, uh, every town that they went to, his uh, tights, his ring gear at the time would match the uh, local team's colors. So if they were in Los Angeles, he'd wear purple and gold. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. Uh, just the whole thing alone, the promo alone, like you could tell that there was something to Cena, but they really like didn't like it was kind of hard like placing like what he was gonna do or where he was gonna end up. So but I think when they transitioned him to uh the doctor thugonomics is where he really um started to shine, especially doing the raps on the microphone, the rap battles and all that other stuff and yeah. Actually, show I mean, his personality. To... That's when I started to remember him. And then people are like, oh, he wrestled back in like 2002. Oh, like, oh okay. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, John Cena definitely, definitely quickly became like the face of the ruthless aggression era. So. Not to mention he was part of that that big OVW class of um, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, and Batista, like the big four um, that would have like the the biggest impact in in that time frame as well. So. Yeah, he was like a he was in some was he in he was in some like movie documentary too as like a fucking like robot wrestler. Oh yeah, he's uh the prototype. Yeah, is what his uh. His name was no. uh, Ultimate Pro Wrestling. Awesome stuff there. Um, come up with something for uh, next time we record. Uh, roll back through some of this ruthless aggression era stuff and see what else, what else we can take a look at. So. But yeah, pretty awesome. Um, all right, let's get into overrated, underrated for this week. Um, I figured since uh, Thanksgiving is next week, we'd uh, take a look at some uh, Thanksgiving sides, side oh, dishes okay. for Thanksgiving as uh, oh, overrated, underrated. We're gonna rate the gobbledygook curls and be like, <sighs> underrated, underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Never got a chance. Best <laughs> could have been the best thing ever. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to get beat up by a fucking turkey? I still want a gobbledygooker action figure. Like, come on, Mattel. They showed off that one prototype and like never, never came to fruition. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> All right, uh, let's kick it off here. Uh, mac and cheese. Um. Homemade mac and cheese. I have a follow-up question. Follow up, yes. Is it regular mac and cheese? Are we talking like baked mac and cheese? Like baked, like homemade in the oven, baked mac and cheese. I mean, if we're talking about my wife's, if we're talking about my wife's mac and cheese, it's it's underrated. Uh, That shit is so fucking fire. (laughs) (laughs) I think. I think just in general, not. Because, like, everyone's going to say, like, because my wife's mac and cheese is banging. 
So, yeah. <laughs> but if we if you got like some fucking like they'll be there. Uh, yeah, no, just like mac and cheese in general as a uh, as a side for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Homemade mac and cheese. Underrated. Awesome. All right, uh, yams. Andy yams. Uh, I'm gonna go with fucking uh overrated for that one because uh candied yams or what the fuck a yam is because we fucking eat sweet potatoes and uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't I actually like so when I eat sweet potatoes I actually like them uh like baked like a baked potato with like butter. Um, yeah. and instead of a fucking cinnamon and some bullshit that has some marshmallows on them, uh, <laughs> but if we're really gonna eat it, then fuck the candy yams and put that motherfucker in the sweet potato pie. What the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> uh, I actually prefer the the baked sweet potato over everything else, but. The candy yams or the baked sweet potato? Uh, baked sweet potato. I prefer that yeah. over candy yeah. yams. Yeah, the, like, especially with the marshmallows on it. Like, fuck that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I cracked me up. Uh, yeah, I was I was going over to begin with before Carl's rant. But Carl's <laughs> rant just sold it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, awesome. All right. Green bean casserole. Oh. It seems to be like a new a new thing, newer, like, Thanksgiving. Because when I was younger, we never had, like, green bean casserole. But it's kind of taken off. Like, no, I've been, places, year, so. I, I've been places uh, where we had uh, green bean casserole. Um, it depends. It, it, Grimy casserole kind of depends. Depends on who makes it. Like if somebody's like actually trying to make a green bean casserole, uh, that's one thing. But if you're just taking canned green beans and a can of cream of chicken soup and throwing fucking French's onions on it, then like I'm not a big fan of it. Would rather just have a pot of green beans. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go rightly rated on this. It's like right, it's rightly. It could be hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I agree. <laughs> it's just funny because he's so right. Yep. I think that's the case with like any food. Like it, yeah. it's hit or miss. So. Yeah. But you also can't eat at everybody's house. So. It's true. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, pumpkin pie. Uh, going off of my uh, rant earlier. Uh, I mean, pumpkin pie is okay, but if you don't get the motherfucking sweet potato pie, then where the fuck you at? Like, <laughs> come on now. Like, sweet potato pie is so much better than pumpkin pie. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go overrated pumpkin pie. Like, give me the sweet potato pie. Give me the pecan pie. Give me more um, uh, apple pie. <sighs> Uh, apple pie is more of a summer thing, but uh, I eat apple pie anytime. I don't care. 
Um, I'm just gonna say uh, rightly rated uh, because I not a pumpkin pie fan. So I won't say it's overrated because I understand why people like. But, uh, yeah, no. All right. And finally, can't have Thanksgiving without the main, aside from the turkey, stuffing. And see, it depends. It depends on the stuffing. Like, if you get. So, if it, it. So, this is the thing. If it, if it is like stuffing that is like stuffed inside of the turkey. Then it is fucking overrated. But if it's like <laughs> <Yep>. dressing, <laughs> dressing that you know you can throw some turkey on, um, with like some cranberry sauce, then it's fucking underrated. Thing, if it's like awesome. stovetop stuffing, overrated. Like Pepperidge Farm stuffing, like. Maybe right, right, you know. Or ho- or homemade like stuffing, like you know, yeah. for baking cornbread and hell yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. mixing like some sausage. So we put throw some sausage in there. So we put throw some <laughs> other like shrimp and stuff in there. Sometimes you can get some really good dressing. So to not say rightly rated, I will say underrated. Yeah, I'll say underrated. You gotta tell you now you're not supposed to eat the stuffing that you put in the turkey. Yeah, you're not supposed to, but people still do it. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know you're not supposed to eat runny eggs, but motherfucker, how are you supposed to eat it? it doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, awesome! All right, so this is overrated, underrated. Let's go ahead and jump over to no holds barred. What you guys got? What was the oh. motherfucking Titans last night? That's about oh, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> fucking Tennessee Titans. Woo, baby, woo, woo, baby, woo. I think they might have ended Aaron Rodgers' career. Dude, Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Fucking sucks. Retire <laughs> and retire. He needs to. Women on your hands. Like, oh, my thumb still hurts. I just <laughs> Been hurting since the beginning of the year. So we lost all those games. Yep. Yep. Uh, what do you think about the um, college football playoff, Garrett? Like, what what's going on, man? Like, pretty, uh, you know, it's exciting. Pretty, pretty intense. Like, what happens if LSU wins the SEC championship? That'd be crazy, right? Yeah. You know, you know, in about five years, it's going to be like a a 20-entry tournament. They're going to have like a whole bracket now. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be arguing about the 20 teams that are in it. Like, yep. can you believe fucking North Carolina State didn't get in at number 20? <laughs> yep. <laughs> But no, it's it's crazy though, because you know you get USC, 
that has potential to be making it. Yeah, you got TCU that's probably not going to lose. And then yeah. have Ohio State and Michigan. Uh, one of them will be undefeated. Another one only have one loss. And then you have Tennessee uh, and LSU that have probably the better wins out of all the teams. But LSU would have to win the SEC championship to get in, but they still probably wouldn't get in because they have two losses over, you know, Georgia with one loss or Tennessee with one loss. It would be interesting. Yeah. For sure. And with that, Chris fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, almost. (laughs) I'm exhausted. (laughs) Oh, uh, Uh, I I did forget to mention, uh, I know when Snow holds fired, but uh, wrestling uh, SmackDown. Um, uh, LA Knight figured out tonight. <clears throat> Why you don't mess with Bray Wyatt? The uh, LA Knight may have got killed tonight, and none of us would know because uh, no one else <laughs> was checking to see if he was breathing. Jesus, I, uh, I'm kind of torn between this because, like, I think it that when they actually wrestle, it's going to be a pretty solid match. But like your first feud for Bray Wyatt coming back is LA Knight. Like I kind of feel like you should be in more of a higher profile matchup. But you have to watch it. Yeah. Basically LA Knight uh smacks the shit out of Bray. (laughs) And he doesn't take too kindly to it. So uh that's the other thing too is people don't understand that Bray Wyatt is not a heel. He's a face. He did have on the uh that mask he had on the like first night he came back. Oh, the, it was the in white. like the background, like I guess that'll be his like evil side or whatever. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, excuse me. All right. So no holes barred. Uh, Wrestler of the week. My pick this week. I went with Kevin Steen, um, now known as Kevin Owens. Uh, Match of the week. The ladder war between Kevin Steen and El Generico from Ring of Honor. Um, we'll include that YouTube link so you can watch the entire matchup in the uh, episode description. Um, I would have put the link in for Garrett's match last week, but I don't think I could have put that link in our nope. episode description. <laughs> you could not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you could not. So. I promise next time I will make it <laughs> clean. So we'll, we'll try to find something. I'll see if I can search for it a little more maybe update that episode with that it'll be my uh, you have fightful.com you can watch it on there but you have to have like an account ah gotcha (laughs) 
Oh, awesome. Yeah, the ladder war was pretty much the culmination of um the big feud and ring of honor between uh Kevin Steen and El Generico. This was after they were um a tag team for a little while. Um they actually had a ladder war against the Briscoes um as well. Um, but you know, Steen ended up turning on Generico like the first of many times uh throughout their career. Um and they just they beat the hell out of each other in this match. It's a freaking amazing matchup. So and like definitely you could see like when you got Owens versus um Sami Zayn, like any time of WWE, like the chemistry that these two have is, is just phenomenal. And it always results in like an amazing matchup. So yep. <clears throat> so definitely check that one out if you get a chance. Um I think the match was like 20, 30 minutes, but it was it's well worth the time. Good stuff. All right. Uh, theme of the week this week. Uh, of course, every few weeks we do social media poll on Twitter. Um, we had it up there for a couple of days. So I didn't put it up early enough. Um, but choices were the oddities. Uh, Vampiro's Misfits theme. Uh, Great Muda's WCW theme and Ultimo Dragon's WWE theme. Uh, the Oddities actually took the win on this one with 40% of the votes. So uh, there's your theme of the week. The Oddities theme, which is the uh, the greatest show by the Insane Clown Posse. So, so we'll add that in here as we uh, close out the show. Um that's going to pretty much do it for us for this week. So thank you guys for checking us out. This is episode 163, WrestleGannon Podcast. Um, be sure to go back, follow us on our social media. Uh, make sure you guys check out the information for the Fig Cave Toy Drive. Um, donate if you can. Um, be greatly appreciated. Uh, like I said, the goal is 200 toys. Let's see what we can do for that. Uh, but on behalf of myself, CMP, G Money, and the Tennessee Jesus. Thank you all for listening. You guys have a safe and fun holiday. Um, remember, get your uh, political and religious talk done first thing at the dinner table uh, so you guys can move on to other stuff afterwards and enjoy the awkward silence of host bickering. <laughs> and that'll do it for us. So thank you guys. Enjoy your holiday. Later, Marks. Chris, how was I was thinking your buffalo chicken dip to big time wrestling. <laughs> what? I was thinking the same fucking thing. Yeah, did you guys you gotta sneak your buffalo chicken dip into big time wrestling? I sneak it in. Fucked <laughs> 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 in the Tupperware containers in my jackets. <laughs> 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 Get some, wear some cargo pants, put some chips and <laughs> uh, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like every time I have a cousin, I think everyone's got this cousin. Like anytime you invite them to social gatherings or like any type of family event, they roll up with like Ziploc bags in their pockets. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and like load up and leave. <laughs> They never stay till like the end. Like, like if it's a birthday party, like once the cake is cut, they're gone. <laughs> I 
and like half your food that was left over is gone too. Or you have the one person that uh, wants to make a plate for somebody that wasn't there. Like, oh yeah, so and so didn't get a plate. 